I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. The situation surrounding the reopening of schools is much larger than just what's going on here in the state of Utah. I'm not sure how much you... Well, let me ask you this. Are you... Are you President Trump, he's a fan of uh, Twitter. Did you know that? If you're ever curious what he's thinking uh, about a, a certain matter, you, you can find those thoughts on Twitter. <laughs> I am so curious. Someday, I, I so hope that we, will, that we can get uh, a reliable explanation of the Twitter process. Do, does, do the tweets come just straight from the president? Uh, is there a Twitter team that exists uh, about which we are unaware? I, I don't know. Uh, but it's anyway, yeah, it's been fascinating. He tweeted just the other day. The following, and I'll uh, share with you how that makes its way to Utah and what it means for us. Uh, but first, the tweet. In Germany, Denmark, Norway, Sweden, and many other countries, schools are open with no problems. This is Lee again, not the tweet. I'd like to point out that schools are open with no problems. That's in all caps. You know, the president, he's, he, he kind of sets his own rules when it comes to what to capitalize and what's not. All right, back to the tweet. The Dems... Democrats think it would be bad for them politically if U.S. schools open before the November election. But it is important for the children and families. Okay, now, uh, this is Lee again, not the tweet. Pay attention to this last sentence. All right, it's just seven words, uh, but it kicks off a debate uh, that may reach all the way here to Utah from Washington. The last sentence of the president's tweet from just the other day reads, may cut off funding if not open. May cut off funding if not open. You get that? The president feels so strongly that schools must be open that he is threatening to cut off funding. Now, is he empowered to do that? If you think back to Schoolhouse Rock, of course, you know that it is the House of Representatives which carries the power of the purse. And so how is it that uh, the president can make such a threat? And if he does make such a threat, can he back it up? Well, the answer is kind of yes and no. No, in that he can't, uh, he can't create new laws. He can't, uh, he can't, you know, take over the responsibilities of the legislature, specifically the House of Representatives. But there are federal grants there are grants under his control, which he is empowered to uh, to give or not to give. And the conditions of those grants are pretty much set by the whim of the executive agency handing out the money. And the president has control over those executive agencies. So, yes, if a school should not open and the president were to observe this and follow through on this threat, he could, in fact, say that, well, shoot, you know, all that federal money you get from us. Well, uh, new contingency, new, new, uh, new, new thing, new responsibility and requirement is that you've got to have your doors open. If they're not open, sorry, no money. 
No money. I have some strong thoughts on that. I'll share them with you uh, in a few moments. First, though, I want you to hear directly from the president. Here he is uh, yesterday in the Rose Garden on the occasion of signing uh, an executive order uh, which established the White House Hispanic Prosperity Initiative. It's aimed at improving uh, Hispanic Americans' access to educational and economic opportunities. But he took the opportunity uh, to reemphasize his own push to reopen the nation's schools. Open our schools. Stop this nonsense. We open our schools. He then went on to reiterate what he said in the tweet, emphasizing that uh, things are a bit different overseas. Germany, Norway, so many countries right now, they're open. The schools are open and they're doing just fine and they're opening in the fall. So we have to get our schools open. And though it pains me, and though it pays me uh, to uh, agree or find myself agreeing with the governor of New York, Andrew Cuomo, I do happen to agree with what he had to say in response to the president's threats to cut off funding. It's not a choice of open the schools or not open the schools. Of course, open the schools, just like everybody wanted to open the economy. But be smart about it. Look at the health guidance. Make sure children are protected. He elaborated that later on by saying that this method of the president is, uh, it's out of line. Forget Andrew Cuomo, forget the president. Let me for a moment talk to you about uh, what is the proper role of states. Should we even have a Department of Education at the federal level? No, I don't think so. The needs of students, both in terms of their educational and health needs, are so much better addressed and responded to and prepared for uh, by by the organizations uh, closest to their homes. So that's the school itself. Well, first off, it's parents. And then it's the schools themselves, the districts, and then the state. So the president, you know, with all due respect, Mr. President, uh, you gotta, you got to back off this one. Uh, you can't follow through on this threat. You have to leave uh, this up to the respective states. Now, I want schools to be open. As you heard the, the governor of New York say, I, I agree with that. Schools uh, really, really ought to be open. The, the, you know, the secondary effects of this coronavirus and the lockdowns and the quarantines and the uh, you know, being shut in all the time, that's damaging. That's that. That's causing some real lasting damage to, to students. And we have had conversations in this program. Uh, there are mental health ramifications, and we already know that's a problem, only being exacerbated by uh, the inability to socialize and such like that. The disagreement with uh, President Trump continues. Uh, Governor Inslee uh, from uh, Washington uh, had this to say. Well, I just want to say this about his threats. They are hogwash. Governor Inslee continued. They have tried to bully us into making decisions that are not best for the state of Washington. And we know this decisions about school and how to have it on site or otherwise will remain with uh, the state of Washington. I agree. I agree with that. I agree with that. And you have two Democratic governors there uh, who, who are speaking about uh, essentially f federalism, the ability for uh, a state to steer its own course and provide specifically and in a tailor-made fashion for the needs of its students and its people. Uh, let me jump down here. There's a clip from uh, Vice President Pence uh, discussing whether or not the funding uh, or dis discussing whether or not funding really is being threatened by the president. The principle behind our approach 
to this coronavirus pandemic has been to uh, provide federal support as, as states manage their own response. Okay, so it's an unanswer, right? Either he doesn't know or he doesn't want to get out of line with the president. Uh, but if I'm guessing, if I'm guessing what Pence is thinking, thinking uh, who, you know, he understands the importance of federalism and uh, allowing states to steer their own course, uh, I bet you he's not a big fan of, uh, of that threat. And I believe the president will come to his senses and will not follow through on threats like this. If the health circumstances are such that returning to schools is a legitimate threat to students, I don't believe he'd hit the gas. But I, I am also confident that all around this country, and certainly here in Utah, that you and I together will, in fact, be able to do uh, what is necessary to create a circumstance, a healthy circumstance, where students will, in fact, be able to return to schools in the fall. The plans are due by the districts on August 1st. We have a few weeks before that arrives. Let's do everything we can to make the circumstances safe.